Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, your smart speakers. J. Will celebrating this morning as though Duke just won the title. Just we won! UNC we won! Didn't. Well, when they lose, we win. Yeah, it's true. That's what happens. And it's petty, Max. But life is petty. That's it's why okay. it was so ridiculous the other day when you were like, who should I root for? But, but you, see, but you, you don't to, choose who you root for. It just Max, happens. You have to understand, growing up in New Jersey, New York, yeah. right? Like, I grew up kind of a Carolina fan. And then I got turned down to go to school there because they had a guy named Ronald Curry. So I ended up meeting Coach K, fall in love with the program. But they weren't really our rival. Like, right. we, we used to smack them back in the day. Maryland was more a rival. So it hasn't been until the last 15 years or so I've been out of school that the fans have been talking. You misunderstand what I'm way. saying. They took Ronald Curry. Yeah. I guess at the time, Ronald Curry was McDonald's guy, two-way athlete from the Carolinas. I mean, I guess. He's from Virginia Beach, yeah. Was it Virginia yeah, Beach? I think Virginia Beach right, area. Which yeah. is closer, I think. You know, and yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess if Ronald so Curry was a dude, way. though. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying, you're misunderstanding. I'm, I don't mean that, like, oh, of course you have to root against UNC, which I do believe you do have to. <laughs> Absolutely, you got to. Man, I don't even think about it. But but what I'm saying is, it's it's silly to even de- try to decide who to root for because you Sup- don't decide. It just happens. Seven. Super silly. Yeah, like, it like, wait, is this the best for the conference? And then my mind no, went to like, no well, if we lost to the national championship hell. team, does that make you feel better about your loss because they won it and the conference no. won it? But then, see, Key slapped me. No. Sometimes you need to be beep slapped. I mean, if it's not your rival, then, yeah, great. Win the championship because now we lost to the champions. But not if it's your rival. Again, like, again, as I said before, I need UCLA to fall on their face in everything, including tennis, water, polo, track. Because <laughs> you share the town with them. I'm not. They can right. fall right on their I, face. I got to tell you, seeing Michael Jordan sit there at the end of the game, oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, so like, good. Hey, just I, I, just I, stewing that, You got to be smiling when they lose. You got to be smiling. If you got to be happy and everything. If you're from Duke, how about this for a transition? Know who else is from Duke? Quarterback of the New York football uh, giants. At least for now. He's still the quarterback of the New York football giants. Daniel Jones, press conference on um, responding to John Mara's comments, the owner of the Giants, that the Giants ruined Daniel Jones so far. Listen to how Daniel Jones responds to that prompt. My focus is on preparing myself, and, and I take you know full responsibility for, for how I've played. And, and uh, you know we haven't won enough games, we haven't scored enough points, uh, we haven't done things well enough. So I you know I take responsibility for that as a quarterback. You play you know a big role in, in those things. So you know that's what I'm focused on. I'm working on improving and making sure that myself, as well as the the offense, as well as the team, is ready to go and we're, we're improving daily. One, I hate hearing from owners, other than Jerry Jones. The rest well, of them dudes. That, that's Daniel. I know. Jones. I'm just yeah. saying it's Daniel. Yeah. But I hate hearing from owners when they talk about players. Then because Daniel Jones isn't going to say anything to to go against the owner. And then when you talk about Daniel Jones, what he just said right there, that's, I'm I'm okay with that. At least he self scouted himself enough to know that a lot of it is on his shoulders 
to turn things around, and he recognizes that, what are we in? Uh, April, what do we got, two and a half weeks before the draft? That two and a half weeks before the draft, anything can happen on draft day. He can be moved, and Kenny Pickett can all of a sudden be the starting quarterback. Or at least uh, 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 Tyrod Taylor can now step in. What if, what if they did this, though, Max? They move on from Daniel Jones, draft a Kenny Pickett, and give a bridge with Tyrod Taylor until Kenny Pickett is ready. Or Daniel they like Jones, someone in next year's draft, so they just go with Tyrod Taylor right now and move and move. Uh, uh, someone likes Daniel Jones Daniel out there. Jones. How much do you think? Uh, like, okay, that could that could man on draft day, wild happen. stuff happens. Go ahead, Jay. No, I was gonna say I just love the fact that he took accountability. Uh. Right, like it, it would have been easy to deflect. Man, when I know that I, my job is on the line, that's what I'm saying. I, you got to own it. I'm going to own so it. So my uh, my thing is Daniel Jones is saying the right thing. Plus. It's not his fault he was drafted so high by the Giants. I mean, he, not at all. It's not like they're the ones that made the decision. That's a Gettleman thing. So, but I, it doesn't take away from the fact that I'm not sure Daniel Jones is the guy. Even though he's saying the right things, doesn't mean he's the guy. That's what I want to know, Key. Like, you are big on the, unless it's a superstar talent, they're going to be good anywhere, better in some places, right? But most guys need to be in the right environment, right situation. Yeah, right, right environment, right situation is what gets a player to develop and so, kicks that player to the next level. So how much of it is the owners, right? John Mara's right. We did not give this. And how much of this is on Daniel Jones? Like, do you think there's a quarterback in there that the Giants can unlock or you think they're going to move on? I, I'll know. Talk to me in October. Talk to me in October. So you think there's still a chance then? Because Brian Dable is the X factor in coming over from Buffalo. What he was able to do, Josh Allen, if Brian Dable was there, wasn't there, I don't know that Josh Allen was going to get $200-something million. I'm sorry. Uh, because he wasn't headed in that direction for a couple years. And then all of a sudden, as they continued to work with him, the light switch came on. They, they hit the switch, and the light came on. And all of a sudden, he becomes an MVP candidate. He takes him to the playoffs. He goes to the AFC Championship game. Now, all of a sudden, everybody thinks he's like a top four or five quarterback. Let's see what Daniel Jones looks Not Daniel Jones. Josh Allen looks like without Dable, without Dable and Ken Dorsey calling plays, and let's see what Daniel Jones starts to look like as time goes on. Give me, give me the middle of October. But Siki, you know what I'm worried? It's about what kind of foundation was poured, and for Josh Allen, he had a different foundation because he was around a culture that was. It helped them think outside the box about how they were going to run offense. And that matters, right? So how you get pre-programmed matters. And my thing is for Daniel Jones, can that just flip all of a sudden? Yeah, and see, I take my own experience as a young player. Well, I just It was really on my rookie year, and I was dealing with Richie Kotak. That's what I'm saying. If you had, but, dealt, but, with, if but, you had dealt with that for three years, though, Keith, that, that might have been different yeah, but, for you. But I was blessed enough to get Bill Parcells and Todd Haley and Charlie Weiss and Bill Belichick. So I got coaches – that did well at their other places, Hall of Fame coaches, by the way, to get to do well at <laughs> their other places. Coaches. But they came in and they realized and recognized, make him a giraffe and not a gazelle, and he will succeed. If we try to turn him into a gazelle, he ain't going to make it. The but make, coaches, be what you are. I'm a draft. I'm tall. You're a giraffe? I'm long. Yeah, giraffe's absolutely. Pretty. Giraffe's pretty. Long, go, go, long get there and get it. booty popping uh, out. Man, the kudos. <laughs> I've never heard an athlete compare themselves to a giraffe. Man, I'm tall. I'm long. I got long neck. Like a lion. A lion or like a tiger no, or a panther. No, but I'm a giraffe. I'm taller than everybody. I can go get the 50-50 balls. 
you, in, in, instead of trying to turn me into a gazelle, I'm not Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah. So when I'm running around with these other teams, I mean, with these other coaches, they think I'm Tyreek Hill. I'm like, no, I'm look not. At the, look at who the great – I think of Rick Fox as an example of this. You Pretty Ricky. Know who, you want to know who can play? A giraffe. Like, do <laughs> you know who drafted? You know who drafted Rick Fox? Red. He plays for Dean Smith. Drafted, Red Auerbach wants giraffe, him. Drafted or drafted? Red, Red Auerbach wants him. Hold on. Phil Jackson wants him. Look Red at Auerbach. Yup. Yup. He was GMing the the Celtics. No, I think he, back. Was he around then? It's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like I'm with sorry. the team. Oh, I don't know, but yeah, I know I, he was. I know he had his. The point is, look where the great basketball minds were, and Rick Fox always pops up. You Ricky. know what that means? It means he can play. Right, like when the great coaches – now, the question is, does Dable – is he going to be a great head coach? And does he see something in Daniel Jones? I want to show you something about Josh Allen. You brought up his development. Mm -hmm. So I looked up the numbers to have him precisely. As a rookie, he was 5-6, and okay? Listen to this, 53% completion, 2,000 yards, 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. 2,000 yards, 10 10 touchdowns. 12 Mm -hmm. interceptions. Not very good. So like a one-to-one touchdown-interception ratio. Not very good. Lost more than he – okay. How about second year? But he had a giant arm, right? Okay, Big second strong. year, 10 and 6. Doubled the win totals, lost total stayed right there. 59% completion. A little better. 3,000 yards. A little better. 20 TDs, 9 interceptions. Much so now better. it goes 2 to 1 instead yeah. of 1 to 1. How about this, year 3? 13 and 3, 4,500 yards, mm. 37 TDs, 10 interceptions, almost 4-1. to one. Every year, he's getting twice as good. The game is slowing down for him, and he's understanding what the coaches are asking him to do. And the coaches are understanding his ability is different than what they thought. So when they implemented stuff that he could be successful at at the time, opposed to putting him in harm's way. So That's my thing, but like your structure hasn't changed, right? Like it's been one consistent theme, whereas Daniel Jones, from Jason Garrett to Freddie Kitchen, it just feels like it's all over the damn that's place. That's what I'm saying. So take- yeah, but that's okay. Take it's, table. Okay. it's okay to be all over the place if you get the right guy in there. At the I, end, but my thing is, does the right guy finally be in there? Give me enough time to learn from the right guy yeah, and react and, because, and actually because, have the results, Key. Because trajectory, right? You look at Daniel Jones three years that he was under uh, well, Pat, Pat um, Shermer. Shermer. Uh, then Joe Judge. Joe Judge, yep. And then now all of a sudden he's under Brian Dable. You hit the reset button in his fourth year. Now, all of a sudden, you're treating him like a rookie. Key one problem. With a little bit of a sophomore fourth touch. Year. Key, key one problem. I know the money. You no, gotta, no, no, no. They look. went out and got Tyrod Taylor. I, I so understand that, that. So now, so now, how much runway he, does he have? He's, he's got a little runway. Because if, if, we're, if we are giving you, Max, all of the information and you are retaining it, guess what you're going to do? You're going to hold off Keyshawn Johnson. Just what we're asking you to do. But if all of a sudden we giving you stuff that you cannot handle. Can't take it to the that, next level. That the third string quarterback can handle and you're the first string guy. You can't handle it. Guess what we're going to do? Mm. We're going to move on from your ass. But if we're baby stepping you along the way and you are handling that and we're full, uh, we're spoon feeding you and you're handling but this is Jay's, that's good. This is Jay's point. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jay. Because we you ain't start, ready to win right now anyway. But if you start year one spoon feeding, okay, then you, they have, they're starting year is, four. But year four is year one. Not if Tyrod Taylor's ready That's to take your job if week you do, six. And but not if when you, there's big money on the back end of this doing, now. But if you're doing everything right when we're Then you'll full, hold him off? Then you're going to hold him off. All right, if so all key. of a sudden you're not holding me off, Max, I'm going to Keyshawn. So you have no margin for error if zero. you're Daniel Jones. Oh, zero. Zero, So, so none. What's, your, what's your probability that he succeeds? Man, I told you to talk to me in October. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, give me some speculation talk, right now. Talk 50, to me 50, in October. 30%? 60-40. 60-40. He's okay. fast. Which is low. By the way, I yeah. think, I think okay. he, throws a, he throws a pretty spiral, Daniel here's Jones, part, and he's here's fast. Here's part of the problem. Turns the ball. Chasing the cheese. He, and he doesn't he, have Josh Allen's he, arm. No, but he's, no, he's, he's, he doesn't have Josh, Josh Allen's arm or body. Yeah. Josh Allen is a big he's son a of a truck, gun. man. He's yeah, huge. Yeah. So if I'm trying to get him to do some of the same things Josh Allen is doing, guess what that I'm afraid of? He's going to get hurt. Yeah. Because his medical record tells me he gets hurt. So now as a coaching staff, I got to figure out how to keep him out of harm's way while implementing something in there in the game plan that gives me some of the same stuff that I gave Josh. Got to keep both your quarterback and your running back out of harm's way now. Time to get back Great. to the national championship game in college I'm basketball, which was the hot ticket brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you can earn rewards for every purchase. Vivid Seat Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live. I'm a draft. I think there's been added value put on this one because of what we missed out on in 20. The last number one seed is the nation's number one team. You know, these goals and these dreams, you know, that we're living right now, we never would have thought of it when we first set foot on campus, but now living it. I always thought the 2020 team was better, more equipped to do well in the NCAA tournament after the way these kids have played the last uh, month. I, I think this team can play with any team that Kansas has ever put on the floor. Seth Greenberg, ESPN basketball analyst with us now. Coach, how surprised were you by how North Carolina handled the last 20 seconds of that game last night? Seth, you and I talk about this. How come Hubert Davis did not call a timeout down the stretch? Tell me, what are we missing? Because that's what... Well, it's real simple, because that's what they do in practice. That's how they play. As opposed to when people used to kill... Kill Roy Williams for calling too many, many timeouts. timeouts. Uh, uh, well, actually, at the end of games never called a timeout in the middle of the game. The one thing about the Carolina way, they don't call timeouts to break runs. They never have, never, and you know I think it's part of Coach Smith, and they're all obviously part of the Coach Smith coaching tree. When a team makes a run, North Carolina usually doesn't call a timeout. I thought Hubert might have called a timeout earlier in the Kansas run from his NBA background because you know, one thing about the NBA, they use their timeouts to break runs. But let, let, let's, let, let, let's make this about Kansas now, guys. Let, this is deja vu. This is the Miami game in the Elite Eight all over again. Second half, Kansas comes out, sits in the stands, is disruptive, uh, 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 disrupts the flow of everything that North Carolina is doing, gets turnovers, gets out in transition. David McCormick stays on the floor. Um, Christian Brown goes back to back to back with three baskets. Remy Martin's banking shots in. This is about Kansas basically looking in the mirror and saying, how are we going to get back in this game? Get stops, be aggressive defensively, get out transition, and play ahead of that North Carolina defense. That, that, that's what this thing's about. Man. Seth, what, what, what kind of upper echelon does this put Bill Self into, considering that now he has two championships along with Jay Wright and Rick Pitino, the, the three coaches now in college basketball that have the most championships? It's rarefied air. There's no doubt about it. It doesn't change my opinion of Bill Self. Bill Self's one of those guys, he coaches his team and beats you, he coaches your team and beat you. I mean, that's just the way it is. He, he's an elite coach. He has a gift to, to connect with players. And then strategically, he, he's not a good defensive coach. He's a great defensive coach. He's an innovative offensive coach. Uh, he puts guys in position to play their strengths. But, you know, Bill Self should have three because that 2020 team was no joke with Adoka Azabuki. I mean, it, that team was no joke. He was a mountain masquerading on his man on steroids. I mean, he was big, physical, 
tough, and everything you did defensively, uh-huh. you had to center around how you were going to defend him. Seth, I had this moment last night watching Mark Emmert hand over the trophy to Bill Self, calling him the <laughs> Kansas City Jayhawks. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, my goodness, the NCAA, who still has the, the Kansas Jayhawks under investigation for all these infractions, is handing over their national championship trophy. What is your perspective on this whole thing? How much of a mess is this for college basketball? It's not a mess because this team's not going to be impacted. You've got to remember now, because of all that investigation that was 100 years ago, uh, it really impacted Kansas's recruiting. I mean, they only have one draft choice on this. That was Chaya Baji. He was a three-star recruit. That team is made up of three- and four-star recruits. So the impact on Kansas has been significant in terms of recruiting. Bill Self figured out a way to win with him. But it was poetic justice. Uh, I want to know if he did it on purpose, though. That's what I want to know. Is Mark Emmert that spiteful that he, he he dropped that on purpose just to kind of get a little dig? Because Bill's got the last thing. Hey, one thing I want to get out before the next question. People are killing Caleb Love right now. Let me tell you something. People are killing Caleb Love. He took the same shots last night that he took against Duke in the second half and made. And against Seth, UCLA Seth, and made. Seth, Seth, That's who I, he is. I love you. You're my guy. And he took a lot of he, – he made cut shots at the tournament. But to take a three-point shot five steps behind the three-point line with 16, that was a bad shot, Seth. That's okay to say. Yeah, like, you're allowed shot. to say oh, he's no, done a lot no. of great things, but that was a bad shot. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad shot. But you know what? I, I look back, and I, you know me. I'm an idiot. I watch every So that dude takes a lot of bad shots. But he's a bad shot maker. And, you know, if they, you know, right, that was basically a reflection of, of, of the Duke game and the UCLA game. Because I'll tell you what, that shot against – Mark Williams, even though he did oh, a great job of reading yeah. the ball screen, Williams played, played drop coverage. He stepped behind it. Look where that shot was from. Mm. The coach, Seth Greenberg, ESPN basketball analyst, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Coach, so when you look at this situation, they won the championship, and these kids on this particular team had nothing to do with the infractions, the violations that the NC2A are investigating with Bill Seth in the Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas Jayhawks, City. Chiefs Jayhawks. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. How, how, how should we, Jayhawks. how should we view this championship by Bill Seth in the Kansas City Jayhawks? One of his, one of his greatest coaching jobs uh, that he's had probably in his career. And what I mean by that is just what I said before. I mean, you look at the roster, this is not a, uh, a championship roster. Now that obviously in relation to the field, the field is not as good as it has been in the past. Uh, but this is not a, a, a classic uh, Kansas roster, but look, you know, what you do look the, the, these kids, this is, we're five years removed from that thing, man. We're five years removed. Now, look, they're going to pay a price. I don't know what it's going to be. You know, eventually we'll find out. Eventually, you know, uh, the NCAA finally have closure with this situation. Whether it's going to be Bill Self, you know, having to sit out a certain number of games, a fine, a level, you know, who knows what 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 in the end is going to happen? I saw Bruce Pearl only got two games this past year. Other people got suspended for a year from the NCAA tournament. But uh, I, I look at this team as a really special team, not the most talented team, but a special team. Like I said this on our our, our game day show yesterday, teams that. Roles are defined, roles are embraced, and roles are championed can become champion teams if you have talent, enough talent. Seth, and that's exactly what Bill Self did with his team. Seth Greenberg. No, I'm just kidding. You should, <laughs> I kept saying Bill Seth, but I meant uh, Seth. I meant Self. But look, why, why does the head coaches get to, I don't know, be continue to coach and the assistant coaches have become 
the the scapegoats in these situations everywhere you look, whether it was Coach Book at Arizona, whether it was what went on in Auburn, now in Kansas. These dudes are actually like being incarcerated, but the head coaches, Sean Miller got to still coach Arizona before he lost his job. Why is that? Well, basically, the, the paper trail ended up on assistant coach's desk. I mean, I, do I think it's right? No, because there's a thing called head coach accountability. And the head coach is responsible for everything that goes on in a program. Uh, and I look at, you know, Book, and uh, Book's a dear, dear friend of mine. I mean, and it, it makes me sick. And, and what's going on right now with the, these people that are still you know, in the courts, Jimmy Gatto being one of them who worked for, for Adidas, is totally legal right now. Like all the things that these these people have been accused of and have done is within the rules of the of the NCAA now, along with NIL. So uh, I think it's just the paper trail. I mean, you can only prosecute people where you have evidence, and the evidence has fallen in the laps of of some assistant coaches. Not saying that they're the only people that knew what happened, but uh, you can't prosecute someone on speculation. You can only prosecute someone, and I'm not an attorney. This is a better, better question for Billis, which he would definitely pontificate for a long period of time. We don't, we don't have enough time uh, for Jay Billis to pontificate right now. Yeah, exactly. So, look, I, look, Key, I, I agree with it, but that's why they have head coach accountability in the NCAA. I think that will go away as well. And uh, eventually there will be a consequence. Uh, you expect that when it happens – do I think anyone should have gotten incarcerated over this? No, because I didn't look at this as as a crime. I looked at it as a bad decision and, and, and breaking an NCAA rule, not a federal offense. But I don't know the law. Seth Greenberg, ESPN College Basketball analyst, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will Max. Seth, Nolan Smith, the assistant coach for Duke, their best recruiter, leaves the program to become the associate head coach over at Louisville. Still hasn't confirmed, but everybody expects that to be the case. Um, does this Does this make Coach K – think about coming back for one more year considering you have the number one recruiting class in the country, or is that just absurd to think? Does that no, best set up John Shire no. for success? No, come on. I mean, that sounds like good morning. It's time to get up. The GOAT is unretiring, and it's not Tom Brady. Not happening. No chance. No not chance. Not even thinking about it. You know what he's you know, I, here's my thing, and I, we, Jay, well, you know, you and I, we talk all the time. Yeah. My, my biggest thing is, Coach has no hobbies. You know that. I know that. He, he likes a little garden. You exactly can only sit on point, that stool Seth. so That's long. What is he going to do? But, 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 you know, to me, uh, seven. What is he? Seventy-four, seventy-five years old. Uh, I think this this season was extremely taxing on him. Uh, the expectation and, and disappointment. Now, do I worry? And you know, Jay and I talked about this the other day. And he said he's seventy five years old. He should enjoy life. He's not wired that way. He hasn't been wired that way for forty plus years. But do I think it's time for John Shire to, you know, the coach in waiting to become the head coach? And uh, we'll see what happens. He's now, you know, in charge of that program. But when Coach K, after these these freshmen decide make their decisions to go to the NBA, and he helps them navigate that. I do, I do have a concern, and I don't know Coach K like you know, Jay Will, but I do have a concern. What's going to be his why? When he wakes up every morning, he always had a why. That was whatever he could do to help make Duke better. Now, will he get involved in his foundation? Will he be get involved in other outside activities to you know impact other people's lives in terms of charity work? Who knows? But you know, when you've done something for that long, I mean, I, I did it for thirty three years, and even now, and I've got a great life and obviously a great platform at ESPN. You miss that. 
but there's no way in the world uh, he's going to turn around and and go and and unretire. That's not happening. John Shire is the head coach at at Duke, and John Shire has to create his own vision of what Duke's going to look like. Hey, look, he's still got that office in the tower, and I'm sure he's going to have his fingerprints on it. But it's John Shire's program now, and I don't think there's any chance. Now, I do think the one thing, Jay, well, you know, Nolan leaving, leaving the brotherhood to go with Kenny Payne, I am interested, as you, as a member of the brotherhood, sometimes in good standing, sometimes not so good standing, uh, what is your perception of that big boy? I think that's a huge gift for Louisville and the ACC. It's going to I mean, all, all these kids in this top recruiting class, uh, they should be expecting a call from, from, from Nolan Smith. Seth Greenberg, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN basketball analyst. Thanks, Coach. Great to hear from you, as always. All right, SG. Thanks, Max. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. How will we judge a massive extension that comes without a championship? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. So, guys, I'm a Carlos Beltran fan. Center fielder with the Royals and obviously the Mets and, and the Astros and played for the Yankees a couple of years when he no longer great but still pretty good. But Beltran, I'm a fan of his. You know, listen, I was a big Bernie Williams fan, center fielder for the Yankees. In another era, he'd have been in the Hall of Fame before advanced analytics. And Carlos Beltran, switch-hitting Puerto Rican center fielder who grew up, like, watching Bernie and stuff and wanted to be a Yankee and everything. I'm good with, with Carlos Beltran, big-time clutch player, great five-tool player. But how many days is he going to be in the news now as a broadcaster, right? Like, we talked about Beltran calling the Astros title tainted. Um, on Monday, his first Net- Yes Network broadcast, guys, he said, listen to this sound and tell me afterward, do you think – he knows something and it slipped or is he mistaken? Listen to Beltron on Aaron Judge's extension, which doesn't exist yet as far as we know. 
Aaron Judge is just such a guy that has so much power. You know, I'm just glad to see him being able to create this new contract with the New York Yankees and being able to extend his stay here in New York. He's a, an incredible guy. He's a leader in the clubhouse. He's a guy that played the game hard. And I bet the message have to be like from Judge, uh, the Yankees are willing to, to commit like that for so long. And at the same time, you know, they want to build around him. They understand he's a leader. So I'm glad to see Aaron Judge uh, increasing the stay here with the New York Yankees. <laughs> does he know uh, something that we don't? Sure as hell sounds like Sound it, right? like he does. You know, it's either he knows something and let it slip out by mistake. But see, I, I don't Or think, he completely screwed up. I think but, he just screwed up because he, when, he, when you go into detail about, well, the fact that the Yankees are building around somebody, and he said, you know, to, to be around him for so long, to extend him for so long, like that's – Sounds like he knows it something. Sounds yes, like he knows something for sure. You know, that he I've, thinks ever that he thinks we all know until he found out that nobody knows. I, I, I've hosted 8 p.m. on CNN, and you can get information from the White House. That's it's a moratorium from the White House till 8:30. So the first half of the show you're hosting on primetime, you're like, I know this, but I better not mess up. Let me look at the clock. Okay, now we can talk about it, right? Like, there's this is going back, you know, 15 years or more. I mean, the, Beltron. Seems to me, to, he sounds like a guy to me who knows something about Aaron Judge. I think that's good news for Yankees fans because I'm a Yankees fan. I don't like giving long contracts. Judge is 29 years old already. You cannot let Aaron Judge walk out the door. Can't do it. No, but, but he's also setting you up for failure in hopes because what if it's not done? Maybe, maybe he jumped the gun because he thinks it's done. Uh, look, if he has. Well, why, why talk that way if, if you don't know what's done? Like, Play yeah, back, wait, wait, first... play, play back the sound. Let's okay. listen to what he said again. Play back first... one more time. Aaron Judge is just such a guy that has so much power. You know, I'm just glad to see him being able to create this new contract with the New York Yankees and being able to extend his stay here in New York. He's a, an incredible guy. He's a leader in the clubhouse. He's a guy that played the game hard. And I bet the message have to be like from Judge, uh, the Yankees are willing to, to commit like that for so long. And at the same time, you know, they want to build around him. They understand he's a leader, so I'm glad to see Aaron Josh uh, increasing the stay here with the New York Yankees. Willing to commit like that for so long. It's the detail. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like, how long is it going to If he has the information, he, if he has the information, but wasn't, it shouldn't have told the public, I wonder where he got the information from, from the horse's mouth, Well, that, that we are close or it's done, I'm just going to... Announce it in a week. Key, I mean, listen to this. Brian Cashman said he didn't hear Carlos Beltran's statements uh, on yes, but check this out. Asked if Aaron Judge has agreed to an extension, Cashman said he would not comment. So there's something there. It yeah. sounds like to me. Cashman also wouldn't say if the Yankees had made an offer. By the way, it's Judge has the best power, pure power in baseball and arguably in baseball history, just in terms of how far he can hit the ball, how big and strong he is. Six eight two. 80, yeah, that right? doesn't even sound. Six, seven, six, eight, even two. Sound Sounds right. like a basketball player. Or six, seven. But the point, and he's also, he player. hits the ball the other way. He runs the base as well just because he's so uh, big. Yeah, he's an excellent he defender. He has a stay, rocket arm. He does it all except stays healthy. That, yeah, well, right. He, but look. Last year was better. Yeah, he's been healthier. Know who else had way. a hard time staying healthy and whose career stats looked similar to Aaron Judge's, though he was younger? Mickey Mantle when right. he was young. Wasn't around. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't around. Nope. So, Sorry, Max. 
How, does look does baseball's different than other sports? Like if you rake in the postseason and your team doesn't win, that's not on you. Does Aaron Judge need to win a World Series if indeed he has agreed to a long-term contract right. for tons of money? He needs to win, a, or does he just need to rake in the postseason? No, you need one. Need Champ- one. Championships are always my pet peeve, man. I don't care about your stats. I need a championship. If you are supposed to be great, I don't. Oh, baseball's not. It's a team sport. You know, it's very hard if you just by yourself. I don't care. See, I don't want to be labeled as a care. great that didn't get one, especially for a team that hasn't got one since two thousand and nine. What about a a great who might not get another? Will LeBron win another title in Los Angeles? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, Jay, I understand uh, you were at soccer practice. Yeah, a big-time soccer, soccer matchup is this yesterday. A, is this the first time that you – Oh, you said a matchup or practice? Well, you know, everything's a matchup in my mind. But is this a first This is your first year having to be a soccer dad. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm full-time this year. I'm really going to commit myself. But I'm saying it's the first time you're having to go yes. with the lawn chairs and sit out there and have yeah, people sit walk up there to you, talk to you, coach, you don't want to talk really to coach. them. Yes. And, and critique the coach that oh. can't coach, that thinks he knows what he's doing. This is where I need <laughs> advice from you. So yesterday I'm watching practice. My daughter, kids, kids are out there. She's three years old. Uh, really big, I'm sure. She's bigger than a lot of other yeah. Runs kids better? Are. Yes. More coordinated? There, there is elite athlete DNA yeah. in her bones um, and her blood. But Just tell her, don't try to fight the coach. A lot of kids are staring at butterflies. A lot of kids were like. <laughs> picking their nose. I'm like, focus on the damn game here. Like, picking, score picking the goal. Nose How old are they? Butterflies. Three and a half years old. But then so he got, added the half. I got the, They're I got, three year old. I got other dads like, oh, man, tough game. I'm like, I didn't come over here. To talk to your ass about the Duke Carolina game. I came here to coach my daughter. See, you don't, Let me be, you don't, I, oh, so you're coaching. Or you're not coaching, not but really, you're helicoptering. Well, the coach can't really coach. That's so you're helicoptering. So I'm, yeah. You're getting in the way of the coach who's trying to coach your daughter, but he really can't coach, and you don't want to have her being coached by somebody that can't coach, but you want to put her on the team because the rest of the neighborhood is on that team, yes. and you all get along. You got and it. you have your wine, and you do the whole deal. And my wife is worse than me. My wife is more intense than me. But let me let me tell you how to handle that. Be antisocial. I'm just telling you. But, stand, but see, I'm no, standing in the no, corner no, away no. from everybody. Yeah. And get a, a nice view. I can't be the only black guy at the at the soccer match. Oh, yeah. So what yes. you think? I'm the only black dude at soccer matches and basketball games? Yes. <laughs> yes. At where I lived for many years, I was the only black guy in the stands. Trust me. I don't me. want to alienate. You know what I mean? You want to be part I'm of the community. A- I'm not alienate. I am part of the community, but I don't need you talking he to me. He wears a yarmulke when he goes to the practice. <laughs> I didn't say what. I didn't say <laughs> any of that, Max. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm not part of the little Let's Johnny see. crowd. And then no. we got See, then we do got little Johnny on the team, and he's just he's very Johnny. touchy with the rest of the girls, and I need to have a real conversation with him and his parents about it because I don't like it. You're not supposed to be handsy when you play soccer. Man, you leave people. the little boy alone. No, what's man, so, it's just the wrong standard. What's so funny like is because I got you know lots of friends who are world-class athletes. Our kids play together. The difference between a civilian – like kid, like my kids are like normal looking, and a world class athlete's kids. Like, oh, damn, what is that totally kid lifting tell. weights? Three yeah. years old. Like, oh, they, you can that, totally tell. Oh, you can oh, tell. Early. My daughter, my daughter, uh, when London was playing soccer, and Al Harrington, you know, basketball yeah, player, yeah, yeah. daughter's playing soccer. 
Man, she looked like she was 15 years old. They wasn't it was like four years old. She was so big. I was like, interesting. Candace Parker daughter, huge. 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 In this competition, who's bringing all the fruits and the snacks? I can't do that. Teach you how to stand off to We're the We're back yeah. in exactly on, 10 seconds. Yeah. Be cool. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Want to hear a stat that sounds like it's not real? What? John Jason Maples got this. Ready for this? Donovan Mitchell. You want to know if that whole thing with Rudy Gobert and the COVID thing and everything is real in terms of the beef with these two and the dysfunction on the team? But listen to this one, Jay. This is a mind blower. Donovan Mitchell is averaging two passes, not assists. I'm just talking about passes per game to Rudy Gobert, despite the fact that they share the floor for 30-plus minutes a night. What? You think that's deliberate? I mean, I don't know. Stats Incredible is brought to you by my computer career training for a better life. What? How could it not see, be? Rudy's game just don't fit with Donovan Mitchell. So let me tell you. like <clears throat> Two passes this, a thir- in 30 well, minutes? Where are you passing him in the rock? Deliberate. And yeah, why? He's not posting up. And, yet. If, and if you're passing the ball, I'm looking at you like, Donovan, why the hell are you passing Rudy Gobert? Could roll to the basket the once in a while wouldn't kill him. On a roll. But, yeah, it's not a pick and pop. Like, he's yeah. not a priority offensively. Yeah. So Donovan Mitchell's going to be a Nick next year. That's what, that's what I heard. I mean. That's what we've been saying, right? Like, I he's mean, from the area. Yeah, like guy who doesn't pass. He's from Perfect, Connecticut, like, yeah. He's going to be a Nick next year, right? <laughs> and that or Russell Westbrook. Which one do you want? Donovan Mitchell. Is that even a question? Qu- is that a... Yeah, he's young and... <laughs> Westbrook, Donovan. Westbrook 10 years ago. By the way, if <laughs> I got a whole other thing. Sure, this is off the beaten thanks. path. I don't have a time machine, though. If, if, they they if, if the Lakers the said, ball, you man. can have AD, Knicks, and, and, but you have to take Westbrook with them, so you get Westbrook and AD if you're the Knicks, you, we get to take whatever we want off your team. Draft picks, players, whatever. Would the Knicks say no you to give that? give up R.J. Barrett for that? AD and Westbrook at Madison Square Garden? I mean, well, that's really... What do they have it's, right it's now it's that really they're going to build around? It's really Westbrook. But will LeBron... I'm not sure AD can back. play a lot of games. Well, if, I'll take the chances if you're the Knicks. But would the Lakers want R.J. Barrett back? That's the thing. Why would they you, don't why have much. you set your franchise back when you've been building all these good young assets? You, you, you trade all your assets <laughs> I mean, they're for... They're okay assets. For, you, but you trade, you've been working your ass off to get these assets, and you're telling me you're going to trade them for A.D. and Russell Westbrook? Dude, that's if, where you're gonna, they, I don't dude, think they why? have enough value to get you A.D. and Russell Westbrook to tell you, you the truth. You might got enough value to get Westbrook. Yeah, right, but I'm saying with really A.D. you really buying the contract. You really get this contract. Well, Hold on, no, that's Davis. interesting. Like, would, would they take on, like, would they have to throw in A.D. to get a team to take Westbrook? This, like, wait, this is what I'm that saying. That is super interesting, but, Max. They, I, I, yeah. I, okay, this is what I'm saying about, yeah. the, about the, the Knicks in particular. Oh, we're going to get this guy, we're going to get that guy. They haven't had a truly great player since Carmelo Anthony. Before that, the last truly great one they had was Patrick Ewing. All right? Two truly great players okay, in so, forever. So, okay? now, so now I'm in the East. Yep. I'm dealing with... Um, KD Kyrie, KD Kyrie, and you got Westbrook and I'm AD. Deal- yeah, I'm dealing with KD Kyrie. I'm dealing with Embiid, and I'm just thinking about the big portion of it with okay. AD because Westbrook. 
Yeah. And well, really, you know, I mean, Westbrook, guys, Westbrook in the I right situation, put some this, shooters I around I know, him. you've been saying it all year. It just came to fruition two weeks ago. Got it. Yeah. But when you start to think about it, the East with AD, who is AD better than in the East? You at least have an answer is he better, when he's on is he the court. Better, is he better than uh, MB. Giannis, Embiid, no. No. Uh, Siakam, uh when well, he's uh, healthy, AD is on that level. He's on the Giannis, Embiid, KD. You have you every have a guy. conversation is framed around when he's healthy. Well, that's, that's that's why you could get him. Maybe. Yeah, but why would you want him if you don't know that he's going to give you seventy games? Because what is the Knicks? You know, guys, let's look at this soberly for a second. What do the Knicks actually have right now? You have R.J. Barrett. You have Emmanuel Quickly. You're trying to find out with Obi Toppin. R.J. Barrett. You're hoping eventually could be an All Star, but it's far from certain. And quickly could be a nice six man, right? We're talking you about a lot of draft picks I, and draft. You picks. have to give a lot of draft picks for that on top of players. Yeah, you're going to have to. If you're the Lakers, it's like we have LeBron and a rebuild. But yeah, and I'll you, take that. You're going to yeah, take it. it. You're yeah, gonna, if I'm the Lakers, if I'm the Knicks, I might too. No, That's Max, you're telling me you're going to give up all your assets all for those two players and then build what around them, and then that leaves you where in five years? I'll tell you why. Well, you have to keep, Indian obviously, Westbrook, you keep a few Westbrook is on a one-year expiring deal at $47 million. $47 million yeah, but then it is, then it expires. But then and, he expires. But, right, so you have AD and cap now. space. But he's already expired now. So I'm giving up all that to get AD because once he expires, he may leave and go You're the play Knicks. for somebody else. You're the Knicks. You have what you have. And someone, may, even if you say no, you can't pretend you don't have to seriously consider okay, that Max, offer. Max, if you're Anthony Davis, why the hell would you want to stay here? If you just give up your entire roster for me, now how are you building around me? Because do I, do I want to be a part of a rebuild at the stage of my career that I'm at now? No, not – I'm going to walk away. I'm going to take money from somewhere you else. Can get, you can be the signature player in the biggest for market 50 in the world. Stop for 50 it. games Max, a year. It makes no sense. I, I disagree no that sense. it makes for fi- no sense. For 50 games. 50 to 60. Yeah. I'm not doing that if I'm, if I, if I'm uh, Leon Rose in, in West Ham. I'm not doing that. Huh? I'm I mean, not giving you everything. Don't fall in love with the cheese, man. AD and Julius Randle, a little reunion oh, almost. God. <laughs> oh I'm telling you, the Knicks would have to seriously consider I can it. only imagine how many people are screaming at you right now. No, that by was, the way, that, you know what? That would sit keep, on my desk, and I would slide it right off to if the you garbage. Keep, like, if, ah. if I'm the Knicks and I look at that, I'm like, where are we actually going right now? And if AD can ever get right in terms of at least getting back to 60-plus games a year, Westbrook, whatever he does this year, his contract is off the books to follow. Following year, and I have a superstar in the market. Ludicrous. So you can't pay for superstars and not win anything. That's really great. Magic Johnson, basketball Hall of Famer, obviously. Magic. Why do I even say basketball? It's Magic Johnson. Greatest point guard in NBA history. Was on this show yesterday, and he uh, talked about why he doesn't think the Lakers can trade AD. Listen. I would love to see AD just be healthy, but he has to change things himself to be healthy, right? And so um, that's, a, that's a move, Max, but I don't think with all that's going on, you have to have – you have to stand up and say, you know what, I can take the heat, and I don't think they can take the heat on trying to trade AD. Hmm. Did you hear what he said? This man just said, but AD has to change things himself. I'm trying to tell you, man. For me, having Magic on is, first off, <laughs> it's always a dream because he always provides. He gives you elements or crumbs of a blueprint to follow. But, man, yesterday felt like it was at Rob Palenka so many times for the moves he made with the Lakers. 
And that, that goes to my question about AD, about if you're – it seems like they're trapped. And what I keep hearing from people around the league is how AD trains in the offseason, where it doesn't feel like he comes back and he's more prepared. But doesn't that good news in the sense that you can change that? You can't change your can you natural change talent, your height and stuff. Yeah, you can, you can have a guy. How long does that conversation need to continue to happen for you to change that, though? Well, I mean, I'm, like key, I'm, with, I'm year. with Key's analysis from earlier in the show on this, Key. I think if a, you got him there already, you've won a championship with him. If you're not going to get real fair value for him, you might as well try to talk him into working out better in the offseason and all that stuff because he and LeBron are a deadly combination when on the floor together. Here's when you go back to a dominant player in the NBA and Shaq. When Shaq decided that he was going to work out and come back looking different, he was a different player. Because he decided, ah, I don't feel like eating Twinkies anymore. I'm going to work out and just come back and ball. Magic just said it's all about AD making that decision and the determination and the willpower to do those things. It's on him and AD to on AD to make the decision. If Jay is saying that from what his allies are saying around the league is that AD is not a strong workout freak, it's up to him to become a workout freak or else he's going to continue – to have issues staying healthy. At now, least that's possible, strong, though. He can strong, do that. It, can he? Well, Has he done it before? But, but is, see, there, Max, is there data there showing us that? I'll say You're this. telling me when the legend Magic Johnson says that about a player and his work ethic, you want to bring that player here to New York and well, trade all the Well, let's leave him on the Lakers for a second. <laughs> that's when, exactly, yeah. When leave him on the Lakers. First, Thank they you. won a championship. He outplayed Jokic. Then last year, they were Better than the Suns. The Suns, who got to the finals and are going to go back maybe this year. Until they got hurt, LeBron and AD and a supporting cast were better than the Suns. It's in there somewhere if he can stay healthy. Different team last year, Max. From quarterback carousel to to the wideout wheel. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.